The message you are about to listen to is brought to you by the Fountain of Life Church Hope Center. We believe that the Word of God has power through the Holy Spirit to cause remarkable changes in your life. And as you meditate and act on these words, your life will become a testimony. That was such a powerful, powerful one. Um, at the end of the service, we're going to celebrate the latest couple in town. Church is really growing and we're grateful to God. Amen. All right. Whenever God wants to reveal himself, he finds a man that is willing to go on a journey with him. God is not interested in you just having knowledge about concepts if it doesn't translate to relationship. Revelation is an invitation to see more. Revelation is an invitation to come into intimacy with God. For every time God wants to introduce you to something, introduces revelation. But what happens is a lot of us get stuck with a new concept. Now I know what it means when Adam was saying, I will try. But that's not the essence of revelation. The essence of revelation is not so that we can argue and impress ourselves. In fact, that revelation that you have is an invitation, is an open door. It's when you step into it that you get to see more. So is it possible a lot of people are working up and down with incomplete revelation? So learning to, understanding what God's heart is for revelation will save you the pressure of performance. Let me explain. Someone said, and I agree, when we hear God is calling you, people think calling is let's go. No, no, no. Calling is come. Assignment is go. When you say you are called of God, it's an invitation to come to fellowship. To be. Intimacy is into me see. You know, in this kingdom, you can't sell what you've not tasted. You see, that's why I say taste and see that the Lord is good. This is not some influencer marketing where influencers can influence anything they've done. Somebody here sees them I was talking about HP. And I say, Daddy, ah, you used it to, not like you don't use it, you used it for that purpose. But the way he sold that laptop, oh, now Mac Baba, they use on a steady. But that's influencing. Because they know that he has built the clouds that if he's saying, go, go. Do you know what you are in the kingdom? That's who you should be. Where you can tell people, come and see Jesus. And they can follow you to see Jesus. But you see, in this kingdom, you can't tell people, come and see, if you are not seeing. After a while, they can tell that you lie. So you see, revelation, when God says, I'm calling you, 
Just follow me. This morning, let me tell you what this morning is. It's an impartation. How many of you know what happened? Last week's service. But that was part one. After service was part two. So when the Lord said, I'm calling, the next time you hear I'm calling you, don't go there expecting, oh yeah, let's do. When people hear calling, what comes to their mind is activity. As, a, as against just tabernacle with God. You must love God more than the things you can do for him. Just to be with him. Oh God. Doctor's, Dr. Oyin's testimony knocked me out of my boot because she was real. You see, being practical and real with God is the beginning of deliverance. God is good. God is good. Do you really believe it? You see, you can't package for God. I tell people that because you are not caught doesn't mean you are not seen. Because they've not exposed you yet doesn't mean God is not aware. So we have a lot of people marketing a product they don't really believe or they've not been changed and transformed. Today, just follow me. Even myself, I define where we go. But we'll land there, amen? I knew that I had different options that the Lord put out. I started listening to what the Lord was doing in this. It's a service and confirmation. Let me say something quickly. I wrote it while whilst Amy was testifying. The Lord said that to me, I think it was last week too, I was sharing with some people. It has changed my life. We say, ah, God, 24 hours is not enough. It will never be enough. He says, what you appreciate, appreciate. If you don't appreciate that God is a good God and he gave you 24 hours for all that you do, you will never be able to do all you need to do in 24 hours. If you know that God is a good God, he won't give you more work and less time. So that means you need to do audit of your time to partner with God to produce results. Have you not seen some people, you wonder, how do they do it? Do they have 48 hours? No. They have the right perspective and begin to change their outcome. And when the Lord shifted this mentality in me, I've produced more within time than before. Not because I had less work, but now I have a better understanding. That's just by the side for someone. So it's not, not coming to church that will cure your tiredness. Praise God. Have you noticed that time that you don't come to church? The sleep will not come. Have you ever tried to replace the things you think is taking your time? Maybe God. And you realize that it's worse because at the end of the day, that time is wasted. I'm just, how many of you have done this? This Saturday, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be just be, I'm just going to read my books. I'm not going for rehearsals. Guess what happened? You can read one line for the whole day. Then, then guess what? The, not even the devil. Life then help you package other things that can, you can use with that time. So, you don't reduce time with God to achieve. As you continue to dwell more with God, it will teach you how to maximize your time. I don't know if it's me, but I'm getting a lot of things from my mic. Is it me? You guys are good? Alright. Praise God. So let's go back. If God want to do something, he looks for a man. And what will he say? He will tell the guy, I'm calling you. I'm calling you is not equal to be going. Some will say, God is calling me. Yes, Lord. This is God. You are going this way. I have I've received a call of the Lord. Call of the Lord 
To what? He called me. Then you begin to define calling based on what you see in the environment. People that have actually gone to God, you define it by, you know what I mean? Now people define calling as program, define calling as, because that's the manifestation we have seen. So when God wants to change the world, he finds one person that he can take from just fellowship to partnership. Do you know what partnership is? I'm going to show you one guy in scripture. So when you come to God, then he gives you the assignment, then you go. So is it possible, I was asking a group of people yesterday, and I've said it before in church, who impregnated you? Is it possible the vision you are carrying is a misconception that you received because you believe you were called? Is it really God that gave you that assignment? Somebody said, I can change the world. You must understand that at every point, different kingdoms are being advanced. Some people are unconsciously partnering with the devil to advance the kingdom of darkness. Because in this kingdom, there's no middle ground. Ignorance is not an excuse. You are either perpetually advancing the kingdom of God or you're advancing the kingdom of, of the enemy. Praise God. So, if God wants to change the world and he calls you and you come into God, what happens when you go? Then you begin to host the presence of God. The Bible says, oh mountain, why do you skip? Oh, Jordan, sorry, oh, mountain, why do you skip? Oh, Jordan, why do you roll back? He said, the presence of God. He's not the person that was standing in front of Jordan that was making Jordan to roll, roll back. He's the presence of God. And that is why hosting the presence of God is the biggest challenge of the church today. Because you can't host the presence you're not conscious of. You can't, you can't host the presence. You can't represent a kingdom you don't even know. No, God is he. If I ask you now, what's the kingdom of God? What's the kingdom of God? Ah, kingdom. Ah, kingdom. Waiting be. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not in meat. It's not in eating and drinking. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. Where? In the Holy Ghost. You cannot access the kingdom without the Holy Spirit. And that's where I'm going. You cannot, you cannot even reproduce the kingdom without the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Is it that thing we say, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ? Let's say, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the fellowship with Jesus grants grace. The love of God, God grants love. And the sweet fellowship of the what? Only fellowship, communion, partnership is only done by the Holy Spirit. You can't have fellowship with the Godhead without the Holy Spirit. You don't know their language. They don't speak English. They speak spirit. And that is why the book in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 will say, who know what, who know it, what a man is thinking but the spirit? But the spirit of man, you can't know what God is thinking but the spirit of God will then reveal it to you. Ah! Meaning that people are walking saying, God, God, God is speaking. They can't decode. Why? You can only decode by the Holy Spirit. Because he doesn't speak English. Have you ever been in a place where you are listening to a foreign country worship and all of a sudden, you see the spirit of God, the presence of God does not know barrier, barrier does not know country, does not know, you don't know the, have you ever watched this in some South African stuff? And you're crying. Why are you crying? Because there's something, there's, I would say there's a spirit in man. And the spirit of the almighty that granted understanding. So there are things that you see. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You are underplaying your spirit, man. 
They are th- you're waiting for your flesh to agree with your spirit. Your flesh will catch up. There are things in your spirit that you can receive. That is why you don't tell children that they can't understand the word. Let them keep sowing the seed. Praise God. Somebody say hallelujah. So the kingdom of God is advancing the king's domain. The prayer in, in Matthew chapter 6 teaches us with our father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So aka the kingdom, whatever God sees, sees in heaven, let it be done on earth. How will he do it? Through you and I. So we all have been called into the ministry of reconciliation. Our deployment just differs. So ladies and gentlemen, you're not just a banker. You're a spirit banker. You're not just your career. You are a spirit man deployed to the banking industry. Why? To reconcile them back to Christ. So every time the word of God, how many of you have you been around when they're sharing the word? What was the difference? Um, um, all the testimonies you heard were powerful. Uh, um, you see what she was saying about time. What was happening? We're celebrating the grace of Jesus and what God was glorified. You see how the testimonies this morning shifted the atmosphere because it wasn't about their strength. It was about glory to God. She said, there are realities I don't know. There will be realities you will forever not know. It's only by the spirit you know realities. The Bible says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's the glory of king to search it out. But he said, these things cannot be searched out by your wisdom. It has to be revealed to you by the Spirit. Somebody say, I will catch it. Because let me tell you what happened. The Lord is speaking. God is doing, it's like, but it's the Holy Spirit that becomes your interpreter. So let's see who this Holy Spirit is. Hallelujah. And then we'll go into one case study for this morning. Many are called, but few are chosen. Why? A lot of the call don't come for the call. They go for the assignment. They just run with the assignment that they are not even sure is why God is calling them. So when you go for me, God is calling you. What comes to the mind of people? I want to be used. What about God wants to enjoy your presence? There are few people in scripture. In fact, just one human being in scripture that I know of right now that God was vulnerable with. Can you guess who the guy was? Moses. So that's the case study I want to show you this morning. You see, Moses is one guy. Hi. There are degrees. I know David is a heart as a heart. Is the, the man after God's own heart. Love it. <laughs> Moses saw God face to face. Hi. Oh, again in Bible, the God say, I've agreed me, John. I let do. Who did he do that for? There are people they can only get assignment. There are people they can touch his heart. There are people all they will get, go. They have turned themselves to Aaron boy, Bell boy, what can I do? That is great. That is why Jesus said to Mary, Martha was angry. He said, Martha, Mary is doing the most precious thing. Sit. I know people need to eat, but sit. You must know when I'm hungry. And you must know when I need to feed you. She didn't get the difference. Did you get that? You must know when I'm hungry so you can go about to look for food. But you must know when you are hungry and I need to feed you. Don't mistake the two. Mistaking the two is saying when you don't know when to stop doing and sit. And just be with the Lord. 
If you use activity as access to God, you always want to do. Performance will finish you. So the day God just tells you, don't do anything. Ah. God, how far? You don't want to carry plates? He said, no. God, how far? There are sick people also on the road. Ah, ah. He said, no. Ah. But you are God. Don't want to raise the dead. Don't want to raise the dead. Raise the dead. Eat the sick. No, 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 no. Lord, you are telling God. You are telling God. We you are reminding him like he doesn't know. He said, I just warn you. I just warn you. So when Elfrida was saying last week, the Lord was saying, like oil upon your feet, like wine for you. Now, not like we singing it to God, God singing it to you. Like water from my heart, I pour my love on you. If praise is like perfume, I lavish mine on you. Till every drop is gone. I pour my love. Till every drop is gone. Some things are caught. They are not taught. Some of you will enter dimensions. This I'm, I'm telling you. I know what the Lord said to me this morning. I'm not trying to teach you how can you host the present. You have to catch it. You have to love him. So, see. The reason why you struggle to obey God is because you're not doing it as a response to love. You think by obeying him, he will love you. No, he loved you already. He says, how will I know you love me? You obey. God will deliver us from orphan spirit. The spirit that want to prove a point. God says, I am calling you. Say, yes, sir. Send me to Oshogbo. I'm here, Lord. I do my God. Spend five hours in worship. What do we know? As praying the Holy Ghost, Matu, pra, pra, is war. What about five hours just with Jesus? Because if you see in Genesis, there was no way that he taught them how to fight spiritual warfare. Genesis chapter 1 and 2. All that we see was fellowship. Warfare will come. You're trying to fight warfare outside presence. They will finish you. Also said, it's funny. Because I didn't know he said that to God. See, this life is funny. It means I said, God, I will dance myself. So let them play him song. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. You know why? I've realized you are more secure in the presence of God. Psalm 91. Those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High. No visitors, no tourists, no users. You know, tourists, you even buy tickets. You can buy all the courses, go for all the programs, or you're still a tourist. People like Moses, they say, they show fire. They say, uh, Moses, go. Because people are afraid of being fanatics, that you still pour away the real thing. Let me take that again. People are afraid of being, you don't want to be spooky. Yet, so you stay away. What's spooky? Explain spooky to me. Is it spooky that I will know this God? May I spook? Because but the balance is the more you are go deeper in God, the more relatable you are. See how God is. He can still talk to you. So you cannot tell me that you are really in deep with God and you can't communicate. See in the cloud of the cloudings. You can't even have conversations. You, you, you can't have conversations with people. You will slam them with your revelation, blow them with the uh, ten, 10 Hebrew word of the, 15, of the 15 nations. That's not what will change the world. 
It's people that have been conquered in their heart that love God that will change the world. So if all this Hebrew word is not making you go deeper in your knowledge of God, you're just gathering information. Somebody say amen. So who is God looking for today? He's calling somebody. My message this morning, as I got on top of the stage, is you are called. God is calling you to himself. When we hear God is calling you and the cost of the call, we're afraid. No, get excited. Because whatever you give up is nothing compared to what you receive. Nothing compared to it. Say, because of God, I don't wear trousers again. And you're angry. You know, I, God, I kept myself for you. Have you realized that every, all the instructions God will give to you is for your good? Wait till you won't take use virgin. Like, excuse me. Is it for, your virginity, your virginity? Is it God is protecting you? His laws are not to restrict, they are to protect. Or you can never see that way without love. God is telling you, I'm spirit. So we sin. I'm not the one that moves away. Sin pulls you away. So all these things don't do. Not because hey, it's for your good. I think because God just likes to give laws. So let's see what the spirit, Holy Spirit is. So we've established that also in the presence of the most uncomfortable to the bishop Bermio Anki. Let me tell you what we do. So a lot of us know the Holy Ghost of war. Holy Ghost that will scatter When you're day to day, you don't know what it looks like. So that's why you can't relate. You, you know the Holy Ghost of goosebumps. This pastor was singing. Like oil upon who? Oh, move me, Lord, move me, move me. But the Holy Ghost that is with you at work, you don't know. So you're at work, you need to crack something. And you need the Holy Ghost, but you, can't, you don't know him as that. So you're looking for something that you have. Somebody say activate. Come on. Oh, this. Up it. But you cannot activate what you are not aware you have. Because God is gentle. He will never tamper with your will. He will not force you. Hi, so sweet. Let me show you something. I tried, no, this is not a good example. Maybe we should use Bishop's phone. But I owe the phone. Why? He knows the worth. Because <laughs> this example, when you go south, don't worry. my phone, your own phone, no problem. Everybody just day. I can come. So I can stay, come on stage. I'm going to show you what changed Moses' life. But we didn't know what it was called. It was the Holy Ghost. Then, but now we know. Moses, um, I can jump, be jumping. Just be jumping. Jumping, come on. Jump, don't jump inside the wall now. Why, why is your jumping taking you backwards? Yeah, wait now. If I put this on your head, jump. What are, what, what are you doing? You must not follow. You will fall. He must not fall. So, see what he's doing? Taking it back. If he fall, he must not fall. He must not fall. Come on. But do you see what he's doing? He's adjusting to what he has carried. 
stop, you don't do it. Let me explain what I mean. If you're not conscious of what you carry, you will not know how to host it. You can do anyhow. Wear anything. Go anywhere. Say anything. But when you are conscious that you host God, that the kingdom is here, then you know, I can't just do anything that will grieve him. Because I don't want it to fall. The only way the Holy Ghost will leave is if you grieve him or you quench him. And to grieve the Holy Spirit is to perpetually stay in disobedience. God is correcting you about a thing. You are not adjusting. You are grieving the Holy Spirit. To quench him and say, God, you can only move with me in short. If I come out of that door, God, if you, if you like, let God be there. Your Uber driver. I say, God, miss God. I, your Uber driver. What am I saying? God can move in some places with you, but he can't move in some other places. That's when you're quenching the spirit of God. When you are cool with certain people, you rather not let them, you rather not even mention God mistakenly. That's when you quench the spirit of God. Is somebody with me? But do you see the difference? To host the presence of God, you have to be what? Conscious. So much. Let's open our Bibles. Celebrate Jesus if you want to. Let's open our Bibles to the book of... Uh, John 16. John 16. What are we saying? The Lord wants to transform the world with you, but you can't do it without the Holy Spirit. And for you to receive the, um, the, the impartation of the Holy Spirit, you have to be born again. Amen? I'm going to use the amplified version. I don't know if you have it. It said, but the comforter... Oh, hold on, hold on. However, John 16 from verse 7. 16 from verse 7. I'm telling you nothing but the truth. What? I say, what I say, when I say it is profitable, it is good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter will not come to you. Let me say the way he said here. The comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you in too close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close relationship with you. This is not the word that Paul received from God. Jesus said this himself. Somebody with me. Jesus said it himself that a lot of people want to change the world without the Holy Spirit. You can't. Now let's look at who this Holy Spirit is. Let's, let's look at it one by one. Comforter. So what am I saying? If you're not in church environment, chairs is not falling, you're not feeling goosebumps. Are you, are you, have you ever been in need of comfort? Anybody here? What do you do? Maybe you call your friend. But do you know that you have a comforter? He can just say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Now, when you say, Holy Spirit, comfort me, don't expect that it's with Judas or John he will use to come and comfort you. That's where the mistake is. Some of you not comfort, but it's one man you're looking for. Or it's, you have positioned your mind that this is the only way comfort looks like. A fine brother that is seeing me trekking and just stop by and say, Sister, the Lord has sent me, enter car. It's not like that. If he wants to use that, fine. If not, he will use any other way. Somebody follow me this morning. Anybody in need of comfort? What do you say, Holy Spirit? A person that comforts you is someone that gives you strength or gives you hope. Someone that will cheer you up to ease the grief or trouble you are in. The person will console you. Persons like an assistant or support. So God was saying to us that if I don't go, 
you cannot have comforter on speed, di- on speed dial. So it's expedient, I leave. So you can have the Holy Spirit, the comforter. The next is a counselor. A person that is trained to give guidance. Do you need counsel in your life? Somebody say, Holy Spirit, I need your counsel. Helper, a person who helps someone else. Who gives assistance. Anybody in need of help? So I want to ask you a question. Another one is intercessor. A person who intervenes on behalf of another. Especially by prayer. That's what the Holy Spirit. So this is not just goosebumps. Amen? Are you with me? How many of you are undermining the power of the Holy Ghost? Raise your hand if you are here. With Jesus joy. So a lot of time you need prayer. Yes, you can call people to pray. But you know that the Holy Spirit intercedes on your behalf. Do you know that the Bible says you, you can partner with the Holy Spirit to pray the heart of God? Hmm. Stand by. Somebody say stand by. Stand by means readiness for duty. So the Holy Ghost is ready for duty. Why are you aware? It says readiness for duty or immediate deployment. Something that is always ready for use. How many of you have standby generator or standby inverter in your house? The one I know is that for instance, if like our power is, amen, God will change it. If you have a standby inverter, you might not even know when power is out. Except you've gotten familiar with it, that maybe the AC will go off. But those people that have, let's say, 10 KVA, one ridiculous KVA that carry AC, they might not know. The standby is, you don't need to announce to the inverter to come on once power is out. Once power is out, the standby kicks in. That's what the Holy Spirit is to you. The moment you are eating empty, it pumps you up with energy. It pumps you up with insight. The moment you find that, Lord, I can't believe this, it comes in and begins to remind you the things God has said, you can do all things. That is what the Holy Spirit is. But few of us understand this reality. Is your teacher. Somebody say teacher. A person who teaches or instructs, especially as a profession. Can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit teaches all subjects and is master of all discipline. So there's nothing you need that he can't give to you. I've forgotten the name of the guy that God, the Holy Spirit showed him how a seed can produce multiple things. How many of you know the name of that guy? Let's just, let's walk up past. The Holy Ghost will show you how to do things, how to do your business. A dear friend of mine was in a case for almost two years. And she just got victory some days ago. But you know what's funny? The Holy Spirit would tell, in fact, the company had to say to her, your case has changed my company. See, the kingdom of God is here. You just think it's to make profits. No, another person will enter that case to say, ah, let me win the case. But she will enter there with an assignment. I'm a representative of the kingdom of God. So what will she do? She will fast, she will pray, she will call the lawyers. Before you call the opponent, let's pray. They are warned, what's wrong with this woman? The man said, You're, you, some of you are just having case, you are winning, but there's no impact. Some people are having case, they are winning and there's impact. So what? Winnings on all sides. Like what she said, you should not just wait. And you're waiting, it's just you are waiting for man or woman. You're waiting to birth something. You should not just get a car. You're getting a car to be a testimony. Ah! Don't just go through life. There's something that can happen with it. That is what it means to understand that you are a king, you are kingdom here on earth. Hi. And then she won this case, but one of the things I noticed was how God would tell her every day, even on the day of the call, what to wear, what to say, how to say it, and all. A lot of us don't. See, if you want to birth the kingdom of God, you must learn to follow the cloud. Somebody say, follow the cloud. So let's jump into 
people that understood, even though in their day, the Holy Spirit had not yet come. Someone said, had not yet come. The Holy Spirit will just come, rest on them and go. Now we carry him not just upon us, but inside of us. Numbers chapter 12. Numbers chapter 12. Let's read it. While they were at Azaroth, Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because he had married a Shuite woman. They said, as the Lord spoken only through Moses, as it is spoken through us, but the Lord heard them. Now Moses was very humble, more humble than any other person on earth. This is what God is saying. So immediately, the Lord called to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam and said, go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. There's an exclamation mark. So it wasn't like, go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. It was like, go out to the tabernacle, all three of you. So the three of them went to the tabernacle. Then the Lord descended in the pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tabernacle. Aaron and Miriam, no. Aaron and Miriam, he called and they stepped forward. Oh my God, was deep in Old Testament too. And the Lord said to them, now listen to what I say. If there were prophets among you, I, the Lord, will reveal myself in visions. I will speak to them in dreams, but not with my servant. Of all my house is the one I trust. I speak to him face to face, clearly and not in riddles. So why are you not afraid to criticize my servant, Moses? Hmm. I want to pray right now. <laughs> you see, there were few people that God came out like this for. In fact, I'm not, I can count them. That He came out like this. How dare you? Ha! He said, I don't speak to Moses in riddles. We speak face to face. He said that the Lord shows his ways. No, the Lord shows, what's that scripture? He shows his acts. To the children of Israel. But he revealed his ways to Moses. So, miracle is not a sign that you are intimate with God. It's an act. Listen to a man. He said, we've turned miracle to just the things that even unbeliever can get. Don't get me wrong. We thank God for cars. We thank God for a house. But he said, I miss those days that people come and testify of some things that only God could do. Like what she said. The reality we pray for someone. Like what she said. Now don't get me wrong. You can still come and testify oh, of other things. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not disputing it. How the Lord miraculously even provide for Aka to buy what he bought. If you hear their testimony, it will humble you. A word of Claire. We marry. We say, I knew when this boy was earning 50,000 era. But they can tear rubber now. We're not disputing that. How many of you want God to speak about you this way? I had about shut up. Is anybody here? He said, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Some other people were accused in scripture. They did not come out to say, how dare you? There was something that Moses knew. Let me show you one of the things. Exodus chapter 33. No, let's start with Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 2. Moses had a call. Now, they probably have told him that you are raising uh, Pharaoh house, but you are not a Pharaoh. He the Nigerian. I've told him, remember the son of who you are. So one day, someone say passion. See, passion without knowledge is dangerous. Passion without the leading of God can get you into error. 
Can I ask you a question? When, how long did God say that the children of Israel will be in captivity? When did they eventually leave? Why? Because of the miscalculation or the error of Moses. Because at the year 300 and 390, yeah, that was when Moses went to go and fight Egyptian. How many Egyptians was it open you will kill to set the people of Israel free? You know when we are wise in our own ways. And then he killed that person and ran away for 40 years. But in spite of that, God could see. This Moses, it was a bad day. It's not like he had a bad heart. So Moses ran away. Mm -hmm. And he was serving. Someone like that, can I tell you what we'll do? I'm telling you why God will probably speak that way about Moses. Some of you get angry. I did it for the Lord. Anybody? Was it not the Lord I did it for? God did not come and defend Moses when he stepped out of his will. But when he was right in his will, God could get up to defend Moses. Because anyway, God told him not to marry some other people. So they had a right, as it were, to speak to him. But God said, no, it's not your business. It's between me and... I said that some people, not because God will break his word, but you will not understand the middle. That's where I can explain it. Praise God. Are you here with me? So one day, Exodus 3, Moses was standing the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He had led the flock into the wilderness. He came to the Mount Sinai, the mountain of the Lord, and the angel of the Lord appeared in a blazing fire from the middle of the bush. Moses stared in amazement. It's only someone that has not lost his wonder that after 40 years, God could still catch his attention. Did you hear me? 40 years. Some people will see the bush. Oh, Allah, bush near. Let me explain. We read the Bible like it's just something. This guy was the prince of Egypt. He was the guy that had servants and slaves. You know how they were? They don't used to walk on the floor. And all of a sudden, he became a guy that ran to show you the heart of Moses. When he ran, he saw them attacking some women. He went to fight. He was fighting that put him in trouble. Yes, he didn't stop fighting. Because that was his heart. But he just needed the right mentoring, the right time to be able to fully go into his assignment. The same way some of you are stepping, doing things, and you are one, you just can't help yourself. It might be your call, but maybe you're not right, you're not rightfully aligned yet. Are you with me? Because you just saved some people and they, they didn't accept it, ran away. He got to the on the road to running away. He saw some people um, fighting some women. He fought them. They favored him. You see that you how many of you want to be confused? Then 40 years later. 40 years later. Someone say 40 years later. That means the prophecy. Whatever they've told him, he believed it. Some of us, after five years, God, you, are, you failed me. God, if you don't do it now, you are, can't be that kind of person that God will say. If you don't do it now, God, God. Well, he saw the burning bush. Now, do not, take, do not come any closer, verse 5. The Lord won. Take off your sandals. Verse 7, the Lord said to him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard the cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them. He comes heaven on earth through me. I am his vessel. God said I have come down to rescue them. How was, is it the one that is coming to? I have come down to rescue them. You are God's, answer, you are God's solution. You know that stone in the hand of David? Some of us, you are that stone in the hand of God. 
That stone that David used for Goliath, I brought him down. Some of us, you are that. You are God's joker. God is saying, if I launch Iomide to the earth, oh my God. The way they will be radically transformed. But guess what? Iomide might be in hiding. God said, don't worry. All I need to do is to catch his attention. You see why you can't lose your wonder? Praise God. Now, <laughs> look at the first thing he said. Moses repeated, said to the Lord, verse, verse 11, Who am I to prepare, appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? Verse 12, I will be with you, says the Lord. Verse 13, but Moses protested and said, If I will go to the people of Israel and tell them, The Lord your ancestor has sent me. They will ask me, Did it sound like someone that wasn't going to go? Somebody speak to me. He said, if I will go. Meaning, even though he was arguing with God, in his mind he has gone. Somebody with me. The vision was still alive in him. Even though he was saying, God, I'm afraid. So what he was showing there was fear, was concern because he has failed before. He has done the same thing before and he failed and he didn't want to repeat it again. So he just needed assurance and the Lord assured him. Praise God. If you go to verse 20, from verse 19, the Lord told him all the things that will happen. Pharaoh would do the, he told him everything. So if you're really intimate with God, God will tell you some things about your journey. God does not plan for you to be stumbling into your path. I figure it out, I just appear, I just find myself. He might lead you that way, but there's a way God will let you know about things. Somebody say intimacy. Now let's go to Exodus 33. We're going to go back to that numbers. To use it to pray. What am I saying to us here? God is calling someone. But the call is to himself. It's to himself. Glory to God. Exodus 33. If you are there, say amen. Is the same Moses the Lord called to come and speak? Kai. And the Lord said to Moses, get, get going. No, no, let's go to Exodus 32, verse 33. The Lord replied, Moses, no, I will raise the name of everyone who has sinned against me. Now go, lead the people to the place I told you. Look, my angel will lead the way before you. And when I come to call the people of account, I will certainly hold them responsible for the sin. 33, the Lord said to Moses, get going. You and the people you brought out of the land of Egypt. How many times have we seen God speak this way? Say, get going. You and the people. Who brought the people out of Egypt? Please, first one, who brought people out of Egypt? Let me tell you what I see. I feel like Moses and God had such a relationship that God will use you as me and me as you. They were so intimate that God would refer to what he did as what Moses did. I tell people there's a realm where you can think like God, but there's a realm where you begin to think the thoughts of God. You begin to think the thoughts of God. He said, you and the people you brought out of Israel, I'll give the land to your descendants. I will send an angel before you. Go up to this land, flowing with milk and I will not travel among you, for you are a stubborn and rebellious people. If I did, I will surely destroy you. Verse 12. One day, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, take these people up to the... See, this is the guy that same people that will try and talk to God, he will kill. But somebody was able to talk to God, call God to order. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. He says, one day the Lord said to the... Uh, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, take these people up to the land. But you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me I will know you by my name. I have found favor on you. If it is true that you love 
If it's true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways. So that part of Moses knowing his ways, he asked for it. But the people of Israel told Moses, you go, we will stay here. And that's what some of us are doing. We don't want deep encounters. Let's be real. How many of you want deep encounters with God? How many of us? See, if your hand did not go up immediately, I'm not saying that you don't want. But you really... I have somebody that told me that, P.I., you said the stretcher won't kill me. And the Lord said to me, are you ready to be stretched? He said, P.I., I'm yet to answer that question. He said, when God asks you, do you know who I am? He said, take your time. <laughs> he said, I'm not catching anything to you today. A desire to want to know the Lord. So Moses said to the Lord, who will go with me? He has said angel will go. Is he saying, no, he didn't tell me. Then he said to God, everything God has said to him. If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on, on me and on your people? If you don't go with us, for your presence among us sets us apart from all the people on the earth. The Lord replied, with Moses, replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked. I will indeed do what you have asked for. I look favorably on you and I know you by name. Moses responded, then show me your glory. Please, how did glory enter this conversation? He just said that, will you go with me? I will go with you. He just threw another one to him. Show me your glory. The Lord replied, I will make all my goodness pass before you. I mean, the glory of God comprises of all his goodness and more. And I'll call you, I'll call out my name before you. For I will show mercy on anyone I choose. I'll show compassion. But you may not look directly at my face. For no one may see me and leave. The Lord continued and spoke to Moses. Praise God. Are we ready to pray? What I'm saying to you this morning is, Moses tapped into a realm that many people did not. The same volcano that people saw and they were afraid was love language to Moses. The same thunder that people saw was invited. Like, wow, I want to see the guy behind the thunder. Someone like, ah, ah. The same way someone was like, ah, is that too much? You see somebody shake, ah, I don't do that. Someone tells you that I'm working, but I have to go for reason. That's too deep. I need to leave a bit. I need my mind. Somebody tell, you know, someone asked me to do that. I said, I don't know how not to be led by God. Honestly, not because I was trying to sound spiritual. I was trying to. I don't. How do people just wake up and make a decision? How? 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 God says he will not touch some people's will. He said he doesn't touch will, Abby. Abby? He said he doesn't touch will. But there's some people that have donated their will to God. I said, God, use the will. Will it as you will. And that's what God is saying to tell the church today. You see, Hope Center, we're a church dependent on the Spirit of God. If you, don't, if you don't understand it, you might not understand us. If you don't understand it, you might not understand. Let me tell you something. There's something called moment. Somebody say moment. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll quickly share with you how you can see what this encounters. Something called moment. Have you ever been in a service? Something you wonder, we're, we're looking back and forth. What are we looking for? What God is doing. And he does that in your life. 
Some days you wake up with a song. You don't understand moments. You sing another song. No, stay on that song. Some days you wake up with a scripture. What's God doing? He's trying to invite you to something. Stay on that scripture. Use different translation till it breaks out into your spirit. It is a no, it's little nudges that breaks the, that become this dam that will break open in your life. Somebody say moments. At times, I don't know, those, um, um, I think we're friends pray. We're, 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 we're worshiping God. And I'm always doing this. Not even wherever, anywhere. God, God, what's God doing? Someone's teasing me like, when you go out with PI, just get it, one come and tap you. What do you think the Lord is doing? Because I want to partner with him. A lot of us don't understand partnership. That's why you do your own. Why God is doing his own. I want to partner with God. What, what are you doing in my life right now? What, what are you doing right now? You're pruning me as you guys work. Okay, God, what can I do? What's God doing in her life? God is stretching her. God is telling her that what you do is not drop Riaza or not, or not, not now pick Riaza and not work. You know what she has done? She's opened up capacity for more. And guess what? More will not come with more time. It's the same 24 hours, but then now there will be wisdom on how to maximize it and the support system she needs. So what am I saying about this Holy Spirit? He's your teacher. He's your helper. But listen to me. Moments. That's why I'm coming to this morning. How to host the presence of God. You must, one, be conscious. You must understand moments. You're asking every day, God, what are you doing? You might not hear anything. And as I'm so excited that today, workers, if you're not a worker, you can wait behind if you want. We're doing, we're starting spiritual gift training. I'm telling people, I was on a meeting on Saturday. And a lady gave a testimony. Thank you, we so blessed by this. About a show back then. That's when she heard me. I started following and I didn't even know who she was. She was sharing a testimony. Somebody gave me a word. Somebody said something and you don't know. You don't know what you have done. And she fought a battle. She birthed a child that I said could not be birthed. Because of a word. Why? Somebody seized a moment. Moment is not just for you. It's for the people around you. If you carry the presence of God, you will shift atmosphere. People enter a place. I've heard the story of someone that entered a place and people turn as a some thought and they turn and like, wow, when this person and something happened. It is not you appearing, it's the God in you appearing. Is it the God in you that has found liberty will not be caged when you step out. If God in you is caged in your room, when you step out, it's caged wherever. But if you are always taking risks with the Lord, if you are always pondering, God, I am hungry. What are you doing? Where are you? When you step into even the boardroom, because God is used to being free with you, he will still be free with you in the boardroom. I'm showing you Moses. He said, Moses, he said, God said, how dare you? There are some people that I talk to with mediums. There are some people I talk to. When something was going to happen, God said, how can I do this without telling my friend Abraham? He said, Abraham, Abraham said, God, if you find five, if you find, there's some things some people can't try, but intimacy will give you access to do some things people can't. Some people are stroking the head of God. Believe you me. They can go to God. How are you today, God? The same God that you are afraid. If I sin against this God, you can just, you can just do, ah. Some people, when God do ask some people, they'll break down, daddy, I'm sorry, what do you want? If you, God cannot correct you, you can't carry his glory. He's the one he loves, he prunes. When I read Hebrews 12, I understood. He's the, he said, if God has not pruned you, you are an illegitimate child. If God is not making you better. If you have been born again for five years and God is not talking to you about your character. I don't know, maybe it's outer court you are living. 
Because with God, it gets better and better. No matter how much you've loved, it will make you love more. You can't, you, you, don't, you don't arrive. There's no arrival zone in Christianity. Till we see our Father, we go from glory to glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. Someone listening to me this morning. Oh, let there be an eruption of the Spirit of God. My God, some days I'm sleeping and the Holy Ghost is hovering around me. And when I have, I ask myself, if, I, if it's quiet, is it quiet because it's quiet or it's quiet because I've grieved him? I want to know. I want to know. God, what are you doing now? Practice it. Say, but Pierre, I don't know. I know you keep talking it. What are you doing now? What are you saying now? I love your presence. I love your precept. What is your fragrance? What are you saying? Some of us have asked for five years. Moses was 40 years doing another man's business that was not connected to his purpose. But yet God found purpose in that purpose. Because for you to shepherd God's people, God was training him to shepherd animals. And then he was able to still catch his attention. Tell me. I don't know how long you've been waiting for that miracle, but it's not too late. It's not too late. Someone says it's not too late. You must be hungry for the presence of God. If you, have the, if you carry the presence of God, discernment will be easy. A lot of people are in suspicion. They say they're in discernment. There's a difference between suspicion and, and discernment. Ha! Ah, somebody say moments. Guess what? There's a moment right now. Can you sense it? Moment is you must be sensitive. The Bible says in Numbers, they, they are sitting under the cloud. If the cloud tabernacle for one year, they are there for one year. So you know what the Israelites do? They don't build like they are here forever. They build with tents. And every time they are looking at the, they are looking. As they move, as, that's how we should live as believers. Is God still in this place? Has God moved? What's God saying I should do? Is God saying, asking me to walk here? Is it God saying, what's God doing? Because it's under his shadow, you get covering and everything. If he has moved and you are still there, you are out of alignment. Somebody jump up and say, Lord, I want what Moses has. But guess what? Guess what? The Lord just corrected me. You cannot want just what Moses has. Because we have a greater and surer one. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of me and quickens our mortal body. Listen, this Holy Ghost is not coming and going. The Holy Spirit is looking for a residence. He's looking for a permanent residency in the life of people. Who am I talking to this morning? Listen to me. What is the advantage of the Holy Ghost? Peter, before Holy Ghost, was doing miracle but didn't have boldness. He didn't have the kind of boldness that would shake and shape history. Did you hear me? Peter before the Holy Ghost was doing miracles. But he didn't have the kind of courage that would shape history. After 2,000 years, we are still talking about the impact of, of Peter. Why? The Holy Ghost. So why the Holy Ghost? Peter about 40, let's say 50 days after the Holy, uh, 50 days after Christ, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Peter that could not, that denied Jesus is too tall. And he said, I'm not afraid. Do you know how many times they tried to kill this guy? All of a sudden, persecution lost the effect on them because of the Holy Ghost. Why? The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy is not just to kill sadness. Joy is for strength. Joy is to go through difficult things and you come out strong. Joy is a weapon. 
Or is a wonder is with the Holy. That's why if you are moody, you have a mood swing and moody, moody. I'm telling you, you are not tapping into the realm of the Holy Ghost. I used to be that when I was growing up. But guess what? I didn't even, know, I didn't even have to pray it. Just dwelling with the Holy Ghost, you begin to become. 2 Corinthians 3, 18, our scripture for the year. As you behold him, you are being transformed. All of a sudden, light does not negotiate with darkness. Darkness has to bow. What's the benefit of carrying and hosting the presence of God? You will do the impossible. Like Mary, he will overshadow you and you birth the impossible. What's the benefit of hosting the presence of God? You can insist on what God is doing. What's the benefit? You can partner with God and you build for eternal reward. Somebody open your mouth this morning and say, Lord, I am done practicing Christianity without power. I am done practicing this Christianity of convenience. Convenience does not go with sacrifice. Convenience cannot birth the things you want to see. I'm telling you, you and I, you and God can change the world. But the way you will change the world is to fully yield. Oh, shalala Come on, open your mouth and pray. Don't wait for a prayer point. Open your mouth and pray. Say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. If you are not born again in this place, say after me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I'm asking you to be my Lord and my Savior. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, is there anybody here that actually not born again? I want to rededicate your life. You're here. Just raise your hand wherever you are. Lift it high. Lift it high. Anybody? If you're watching online. Now, if you all say you're born again, then we need to get more people into church. I said, when you carry the Holy Ghost, you shift atmosphere. How do I know? Who told the woman with the issue of blood to touch the M of the M of God's garment? She touched it and power was there. They are hugging you. They are touching your clothes. They are touching your wig. What is seeping out of it? Guess what? It was replicated. Who told them that the shadow of Peter? The greater was started with them. They realized that shadow. This guy passed things. I said, you are a shifter of atmosphere. You can impact the world with the power you carry. Who told them? Paul. They started carrying the anchor. That's when he started off. Anchor of Paul. I started taking out mantle. Any element of Paul. Why? It's not the mantle that has the power. It's the person that owns the mantle and touches the mantle. So you mean that I can, I can spread this fire? I can go to work and depression must bow when I step out of work. This power is real. If people are renting things in your business, I admit it, that means I can covenant with God. Anybody that eats with my spoon, your life will change. We're laughing about something yesterday. I met a guy. Guy said, Can I have your number? I was going on a walk. The guy said, Let me resume walk. Sister, brother, look me, look me. Say, Can I have your number? And so, I was praying the Holy Ghost. Shah. And I was like, Waymaker was praying my yes. Just say, Can I have your number? <laughs> Stop. Say, Are you married? I said, I am married. Can I have your number? Which of them? My husband or my own? And later I realized that this is an opportunity for God. I said, Oh, you want my number? No, 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 no. But I saw some girls there. I called, how does it say don't forget all these girls? I said, oh, really? But can I pray with you? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want your number. I said, I won't give you my number, but guess I'm going to pray with you. Father, what's your name? I said, Francis. I thank you for Francis. Lord, we invade his sleep. Lord, his dream. <laughs> I, said, I said, Lord, his dreams, his vision. Lord, bless his business. Expand his business for more. But Lord, arrest him for encounter. His dream, when I was done, I said, sir, 
you have come in contact with fire. The man was looking at me like this. Toast me! No wala, toast me! But you catch the fire of God! Something bring you come. My bowstring bring you come. That bowstring has the fire of the Holy Ghost. I am not some slave queen on Instagram. I have the fire of God inside of me. The fire of God is shut up in my bones. And when I was done, the man said, I said, where do you worship? He said, the church. I said, what? what? I said, which one will I tell you now? I said, God bless you. Oh, your sleep, your dream. Ha! The man was just like, immediately, I sent you to my prayer team. I said, guys, fire prayer. I've told you guys, Francis is his name. But while I was going on, I met another one. His name is Kelly. That one, the Lord told me, Kelly, target. That's what you do with the Holy Ghost. You know those movies? Just zoning, target. Go after him. I said, tell him about the love of Jesus. And I, I witnessed him. So I collected his name. I told him, guys, Francis the Chaser. And Francis the Soul. They must become so. Oh yeah, prayer. People are praying. Brother Francis now is wherever he is now. He doesn't know what he's doing. Now he's going. How do I know? If Saul can become Paul, Francis can become an evangelist. I studied this. I said, God, Francis, former womanizer, now what? Evangelist. Why? There's the power of God inside of you. I can change the world with the power. Don't waste moments. Don't waste moments. You enter Uber, moments. You see fine girl, moments. You see fine boy, moments. You have a conversation about Nigeria, moments. Someone was telling me, Nigeria, I said, no, no, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. I said, stop it, stop it, stop it. I said, I don't want us to say negative. I said, no, you can't say negative. I'm a carrier of fire and life. So what you say will become. So I don't want negative so it doesn't become. Who is ready to seize morning? I said, Lord, this week, I will shift atmosphere. You are not too small. Hey. Come on. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. I will seize moments. I will seize moments. My business. Use it. Everything I've got. Use it. Everything I've got. Use it. Everything I've got. Use it. My time. Use it. My beauty. Use it. My influence. Use it. My life. Use it. Everything. Use it. My money, use it. My days, use it. Everything, use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. Use it. I see the fire of the Lord coming upon somebody right now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. One more minute. Pressing. Use it. my boats Lord use it use it use my boats Lord use it use it use my boats Lord use it use it use my boat Lord use it use it use my boat your boat can be your career your boat can be your finance your boat can be your marriage your boat can be your singleness your boat can be anything your 
seizures, atmosphere shifters, carrier of the presence of God. Use us in Jesus' name. Can you jam your hands together for Jesus? We may be seated. We believe that you've been richly blessed by this message. We are a ministry with a mission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, which birth hope, love, and so much more. For more information, you can follow us on our social media platforms at TFOLC Hope Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit our website, www.tfolchopecenter.org. God bless you. Hope Center.